Hello, listener. Welcome to the pod. We hope you enjoy your stay. Until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy the new episode. With love, Yana. I'd be lying right now if I said my new intro isn't cool. <laughs> but hi, welcome to the pod. It's Yana. Today, we're going to be talking about something I've Something that's been bugging me for such a long time now. Not really a long time, but for months, I guess. But before we dive into what I'm going to be talking about, I just want to say thank you so, 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 so much for all your support. I did not expect this podcast to reach a lot of people. I've received a lot of messages, especially from people who I don't normally converse with. And that means a lot. Um, I'm very touched. I'm very oh my god thank you so much i'm really overwhelmed but above all that i'm very grateful because i just really wanted to start the podcast because i i i I can't talk i have a lot of thoughts i'm very talkative um and that is why i'm here now because i needed a substantial avenue for my talkativeness and my thoughts and here we are yes okay anyway i just want to share what's been up today so i woke up late today which was very bad but it's not it's not new it's not new anymore um anyway so i took out the trash right and i always wear rings okay so when i was going up from the taking the the place i take the trash out to i was renegating so aggressively for some reason i don't even know why i was doing that but going up the stairs i was renegating so aggressively that my ring flew so far that i didn't even know where it went so now i lost the ring i just wanted to share that but that was so unnecessary but today we're going to be talking about passion and okay let me let me just explain so i'll give you a little backstory when I was a little child, I always I've always wanted to be an artista. My mom and I would watch these teleseries uh, together in the living room, and then I would joke around saying, "Mom, I want to be an artista." But you know, as a typical Filipino mom, as a typical Asian mom, my mom would say, "Pag naging artista ka, paano pag-aaral mo? Ititigil mo na yung pag-aaral mo?" They're just typical Filipino moms. Um, I would lock myself inside my room just to practice crying on the spot because my mom would choke around saying, how can you be an artista when you can't even cry on the spot? So I practiced crying on the spot for days as a child. And probably it's probably the reason why I start to cry over anything now. <laughs> Kidding aside. But yeah, I practice crying on the spot. I pretend that I'm in an argument with someone I don't know, I talk to myself a lot, which, it's weird, but yes, I did that as a child, but I also remember my mom bringing me to VTRs, I don't even know what VTR stands for, but all I know is that it's this kind of agency that recruits you for commercials and whatnot, maybe even more than that, but basically what they do in VTRs is that they ask you to state your name, your age, they tell you to face the right, look at the camera, and smile. Face the left, look at the camera, and smile. That's what they did. Also, they make you say a certain word in a specific expression. So, for example, say coffee in a sad way. Coffee. <laughs> That's how I did it as a kid. That's uh, it's 
how I remembered it. And I remember shooting for two commercials at least. One was for a Jollibee toy meal commercial and then the other one was like, like a kid vitamin thing. I don't remember what vitamin it was anymore because I was a kid. I was not even grade school at that time. I was probably prep or kinder. But I remember that experience. I remember my... I remember... I can't even talk. What the heck? I remember my mom bringing me to the shoot place. And I remember meeting this really cute kid. We have a we have a photo on the seesaw. But I don't even know where that photo went. I used to stare at that photo because of how cute the kid was. That was so unnecessary to say. <laughs> um, As a kid, I guess being shy... Being very shy... Until now, I'm, I still am shy. But... Being very shy as a kid hindered me to, you know, like, bring out the best in me as a child. But I don't blame my younger self. I was a child back then. But, yeah, I stopped shooting for commercials. And from time to time, as I grew up, I would joke around my mom saying, Why didn't you force me to shoot commercials? I could have been not famous, but, like, I could have been more exposed now. And... Honestly, it's not the exposure that I'm, you know, chasing for when it comes to these things. I guess it's really just bringing out the best in me because that's what I've wanted to do my whole life. I've always wanted to expose my potential, my talent, you know, like stuff like that. So when I was in third grade, I remember our teachers asking us what we wanted to be when we grow up. And I don't know why they asked us that at such a young age. I honestly didn't even know what I wanted to be but I just said I I just said that I wanted to be a doctor because that was a common thing people wanted to be when they grew up grow up Damaba. I don't even know my English oh my god um I'm so illiterate <laughs> but yeah I would say I would always say that I've always wanted to be a doctor because that's what is commonly you know ambition for but that passion not really passion but like the interest I had for becoming a doctor grew as I aged because I like science and I knew that being a doctor had something uh, correlated with science really so that's you know what I wanted to be when I grew up I wanted to be a doctor as a kid because I liked science and that was the common thing people wanted to be when they grow up then when I got to eighth grade something really bad happened which I'm not going to uh, dive into um, but it was bad to the point that my mental health was being affected so bad um, I couldn't go to school so there was one night I was just crying in my room I was sobbing I, I, because I couldn't do it anymore and I didn't want to go to school the next day so I begged my mom if we could you know see a psychiatrist and that's what we did the next day I didn't go to school I um, had a session with the psychiatrist at first i didn't even know psychiatrists existed i only knew therapists existed so yeah after the session i realized how much the psychiatrist debunked all my emotions everything that i had inside me she pulled strings from inside me that i never even knew existed she made me realize things that i did not even realize that was you know like wrong with me at first, I was like, oh my god, she's a mind reader. <laughs> oh god. But that day specifically made me realize how much I wanted to be a psychiatrist. That day, I established what field of medicine I wanted to get myself into. And not to glorify my mental health that time, 
But I'm super thankful that I had to, like, I went through that because without that day, I wouldn't know what I would want right now. I wouldn't know what career path I'd be taking right now. I grew so much love for psychology that even before I got into senior high school, uh, I, I said this in my previous episodes, but every college seminar aside, I mean, every college seminar they host every year, aside from talking about the universities aside from giving seminars about the current the current universities um they would also ask for your first choice of course and second choice and third choice i was always so sure about my first choice which is obviously psychology but i never got myself to think about what i would want to be if i will not pursue psychology so i always left the second and third choice blank even until i got to senior year i also remember like um during college entrance exam applications we had to put uh first choice of course second choice of course and third choice of course right so obviously my first choice would always be psychology and i didn't i didn't know what to put on my second choice so i chose the next thing uh, i chose the next clo- the closest thing to psychology which was in my opinion, behavioral psychology, not, not behavioral psychology, behavioral sciences. So behavioral sciences was my second choice for some universities. And then literally the thir- there were universities that required you to put third choice, of course. And I did not know what to put. So I ended up putting, I think it was a communication course, like MASCOM or just communications. That's why I was so anxious <laughs> during... Um, senior year because I wouldn't know what I would be if I did not get in psychology like I already anticipated that if I don't get into a psychology course for college I will literally shift the next year but thankfully my university right now accepted me into the course that I've wanted to be in for the past five years I swear, if you ask me what I would be if I'm not a doctor, the only answer I could give you is an artista. I could not give you another answer other than that. I remember there was a phase in my life where I jokingly told my mom that, Mom, I want to pursue interior designer or fashion designer. And she straight up told me no. And I was like, why not? But now now that I think about it, I don't imagine myself being in that you know field place whatever and i also don't imagine myself being a communications major because that's what i put for almost all of my second choices in my college entrance exam applications last last year oh my god that was two years ago oh my god what the heck that's weird time flies uh that was such a segue but also upon realizing that i wanted to enter the field of psychology that made me realize how seeking professional help when it comes to your mental health is so important because your mental health is just as important as your physical health because it is difficult if you feel like crap mentally and it's affecting everything else like your physical aspect mental ha- mental aspect emotional aspect um and spiritual aspect as well it's hard when you when you know you're feeling like crap but you don't know why you're feeling like crap. And that's what I felt when I did not, you know, seek professional help yet. So when I got to the psychiatrist, I knew what was wrong with me. I knew what to work on. I knew what to improve when it comes to my mental aspects. And I know there are 
a lot of posts circulating, especially now because you know mental mental our mental health are being taken into a huge toll, especially this whole pandemic and quarantine. I've seen a lot of posts on how to take care of your mental wellness, tips on how to take care of yourself, how to find your inner peace and stuff like that. But as much as those tips are, you know, important, those tips are helpful, if you really feel like there's something wrong na talaga when it comes to your mental health, then it's so important to seek mental, you know, like professional mental health help. Yeah. <laughs> Because I got so much weight off my shoulders when I finally knew what was wrong with me when I got diagnosed five years ago and stuff. I'm not telling this, so this is not a pity party. Um, I just want to share my experience. I'm okay now. I'm very happy now. My soul is at peace. I am at peace right now. So yeah, I'm just sharing my experience because this experience was also like a blessing in disguise because if I did not go through that, Again, like what I said a while ago, I wouldn't know where I would want to be right now. So, so here's the thing. When I was in high school, I felt like my potential wasn't being like exposed enough. That's why I kind of doubted myself a lot when it comes to my talent and potential. But when I got to college, that's when my potential started being everything but wasted. It was literally being out there. I was being exposed for my potential and talent and whatnot. And that's really overwhelming for me and that's when i realized that the passion of wanting to get myself out there and show my potential when i was a kid is still at the back of my mind you know as much as i want to be a doctor as much as i have this drive that i will be a doctor i will become a doctor at the back of my mind the thought of being an artista is still there like i'm not saying that i'm not passionate about being a doctor anymore but if ever Um, there comes an opportunity where I can finally like expose myself to a lot of people like career-wise, then I might consider it because that was my first love, my per- first, first, first fashion, first passion. Um, you know, it's still there. It's still at the back of my mind. And the only reason why I just kept it at the back of my mind was because I know I'm never, not never, but I know I'm not really gonna get opportunities for that. And it doesn't make me sad. I mean, it doesn't make me really sad because I've grown passion for another thing, which is becoming a doctor, which is medicine, which is, you know, like psychology. And the main reason why I've grown so much love and passion for becoming a doctor, a psychiatrist specifically, is because I want to help people who have gone through the same thing as I've gone through. Like, the psychiatrist I encountered five years ago. Wow, that was so long. Yeah, the, the psychiatrist I encountered five years ago helped me so much. She helped me what was wrong with me. She helped me realize what was wrong with me. She helped me improve on myself mentally and spiritually. And I want to give back to the, you know, I want to give back in the future. I want to be able to help people And being a psychiatrist is kind of killing two birds with one stone because I love what I'm doing. I have passion for what I'm doing. And at the same time, I'm going to be able to help people in the future. But yeah, you know, recently being alone uh, with my thoughts at night, especially late at night, I think about the circumstances. If ever I did not push through with um, medicine, because I don't know, my parents kind of seem proud of me because they know I'm... Um, 
taking up medicine and I've been wanting to take up medicine like ever since five years ago so I don't know like kind of proud of that oh typical Asian parents but here's the here's what I realized Filipinos have this very toxic mindset I'm not gonna generalize it but you know some Filipinos have very toxic mindset when it comes to career like um the stigma called passion versus practicality Filipinos uh, glorify jobs that are practical rather than those that are not for example like Filipinos would rather see you as a doctor as a lawyer as an engineer as a pilot rather than seeing you as an artist as a um basta low paying lower paying jobs than the practical ones that i mean like the the jobs they perceive as you know like very very practical and that is why i salute artists who still push through with their passion despite the stigma i'm generalizing artists here so that includes filmmakers music like music producers people who make um, like art in general, like all all kinds of art. Anything is art. So basically, artists, the artists that I'm talking about right now is basically people who produce art of all kinds. And let me just say, being um, an artist is just as expensive as people who go to med school and law school. Because here's the thing, here's the analogy. Med school, yeah, very expensive. I had a phase where I was, um, the TikToks that, were appearing on my for you page were med tiktoks were stu- like were pre-med tiktoks and i would see tiktoks of students being in debt because they had to go to med school yeah very pricey very expensive we're not gonna invalidate how um expensive med school is but we're also not we should we shouldn't invalidate how expensive being an art student also is you they literally pay for their materials they pay for their software they pay for their equipment they pay for education as well and the audacity of people to um like question why artists should be paid Mm, being an artist isn't easy okay as much as you know like every job is hard in its own way and i guess filipinos are blinded that by that because you know like when you search top 10 paying jobs it's always like the ones i mentioned doctor lawyer pilot uh stuff like that the point i just want to get across is filipinos should change their mindset filipinos should change their thinking like you can't just appreciate art if you're not willing to support it you know what i'm saying that's why i am just i just salute to every artist who deals with this you know like stigma around them you're a strong one you're a strong g also i believe that this stigma also runs around college courses i believe like let's just be real let's not deny it there um filipinos have this mindset when it comes to college courses like they perceive the certain college courses as um and if you choose this course it's not even going to benefit you in the future it's not going to benefit you in the long run long long one long run what the heck <laughs> but this commonly um happens in i guess let's say art and english majors if i'm not mistaken or if there's anything more than that please reach out to me if you're struggling with this kind of stigma please reach out to me we can talk about it <laughs> but yeah nothing great comes easy you can't just expect um 
what am I trying to say? Like, just because you love something doesn't mean you're not going to get tired of it. Just because you love something doesn't mean you're not going to burned out, going to get burned out from it. Yeah, I said the right thing, burned out from it. Like, when I'm tired from doing the things I love, I just think of it as the happy kind of tired. Because, yeah, it is the happy kind of tired. Like, I used to be an orgs in my school that I was very passionate about. And every single day, it came to a point where we had to be excused from class. Every single day, we had to work. And that was so tiring. But at the end of the day, it was the happy kind of tired. I was fulfilled. And I'm just going to be straightforward. Being constantly happy won't bring you anywhere. And here's why. When you're constantly happy with what you're doing, it doesn't, like, there's no thrill to it. If you're not getting tired, if you're not being burned out from the things you love doing, then you wouldn't realize how much you like it. Okay, here's an example. Um, let's say you're making music. And sometimes you get tired because you don't have any inspiration or like you have your own expectations to exceed that you're not exceeding and you just can't find the right beat, the right lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah, it gets tiring, but you will realize how much you like it. You will realize how much you love making music the moment you start, you know, I guess it's easier when I make this analogy when it comes to relationships. Let's just say that in a relationship, you get into a conflict, you get into an argument, like mga tampuhan, ganun. If you really wanted that relationship, or if you really loved the person, then you would, you know, fight for it, diba? I'm also a firm believer that you should just go with what you want or what you love because we're literally living one life. We're living a borrowed life from God. And if you don't, you know, make the most out of it. Then what are you doing? What what are you doing? Like, yeah, people have this, like, there's this stigma that these high-paying, these high-paying, these high-paying jobs will make you rich, will make you wealthy, will make you successful. But ask yourself first what success really means to you. Is it the money you make or is it the happiness you gain from doing the things you love? My past self would say, money talaga like yeah money can buy me happiness money can buy me shopping and things like that but what i realized is would i really would i rather actually do something i don't like and earn from it or be at least i mean enjoying my job and still earning from it aside from that i want to talk about how i realized that uh, maybe this situation applies to you maybe it doesn't i don't know um but maybe the one of the reasons why people don't really get their the, don't really get themselves out there to you know expose their art to expose their talent their potential is because they're scared of what other people will think. But let me tell you this: people don't think about you the way you think they think about you. If you needed to hear that slower, people don't think about you the way you think they think about you. They're probably just the type of people to um, tap past your stories, scroll through your tweets without reading them, not even like your Instagram posts. They're that type of people. It's either they mind your business so much because they have this deeper issue with you, probably within themselves, or they're just minding their own business and not minding yours. But that's honestly fine because 
there are a lot of people who support you. Your friends are going to support you. The right people will support you. There were so many times I got trained and burned out from the passion of being a doctor, but my friends would call me doc. And that makes me happy. That makes me kilig. It keeps me going. The right circumstance will come for you to realize that you're around the right people. So this is your sign to get yourself out there because it's 2021 and we don't have time to keep hiding inside our shell. Do the things you love. If you want to release music, go release music. If you want to release art, go release art. If you want to produce a film, go produce a film. If you want to crush, go crush because you will never know when the world will end. I was kidding about the last part. Um, Don't do that. Um, uh, no that's something i wouldn't do but you know maybe that will be for another episode i don't know maybe that might be my valentine's day special but we'll never know we'll never know what i'm gonna release next week but yeah life's too short not to do the things you love if you still don't know your purpose if you still don't know what you really love then go explore because as a kid i've explored a lot um i did what did I do? I did swimming, I did taekwondo, I did tennis, I did volleyball, not volleyball, I did dancing, I did um, I did acting, I did football, I did so many things, not because, you know, they were my passion, I just wanted to try things out. And although I knew I kind of excelled in the things I used to try before, they weren't my passion. I enjoyed doing those things, but I did not love them as much as I loved the passion that I have right now. And the passion I have right now is for acting, dancing, kind of sing- basically performing. Because, you know, like what I said, Ganina, for the nth time, uh, my passion was um, to expose myself, to expose my talents, my potential in front of a lot of people. And I really thought about it, like, if I ever I get the opportunity to expose myself out there as like maybe an artista, I don't know, I'm not manifesting things. I'm just gonna, you know, hope not really hope but like if it comes for me then i'll grab it because life's too short not to grab opportunities the only thing you're gonna lose when you don't try out things is the opportunity did i make sense i don't know i'm so sorry this is exactly what 4 a.m conversations with me would be like it's all over the place it's so deep sometimes i don't know like not me telling the first ep- like not me saying in my first episode that i'm gonna structure everything i say because i did not structure all the things i said just 27 minutes ago yes i've been talking for 27 minutes i don't know if i'm gonna cut things out um if i do then it's gonna be shorter than you know like 27 minutes or more than that but yeah as much as my thoughts are very not so structured and all over the place i try to get my points across So at least, you know, like, even if this is so long, at least I get something substantial out of me. And if you're one of those people who, you know, struggle with the stigma around, you know, the passion versus practicality mindset, um, you can reach out to me. We can talk about it. Um, I just want to know your thoughts. It's totally okay to have bad days. It's totally okay to be tired and, you know, burned out because, you, like what I said, you wouldn't know if you really want it you wouldn't you know if it's worth fighting for and uh, you would know if something's not right for you anymore or it's still the one for you the right one for you i couldn't give you a definite explanation or like a concrete feeling explanation as to how 
this feeling would you know feel but i swear trust me trust trust your gut trust me on this one that you would automatically feel that something's not right for you the moment you feel something's not right for you so yeah i hope you guys are okay i am going to end this episode now because i've been talking for almost 30 minutes i can't believe i apologized last episode for talking too much and that was just 20 minutes and i'm literally talking for 30 minutes now almost 30 minutes so (laughs) yeah um i just want to say i hope you guys are doing well i hope you guys love what you're doing right now if you're still on the mission to find your passion and whatnot it's okay things take time don't rush it it's bad to rush things um good things don't come easily but it will eventually so i hope you guys enjoy tuning in to it oh i can't talk okay let me do it again three two one i hope you this is so bad this is so bad okay 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 i hope you guys enjoy tuning into this episode thank you so 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 much for the support you guys have been giving me the past episodes i've uploaded you guys keep me going and i read i read your messages um it really touches my heart so yeah that's all i want to say for this episode thank you so much for tuning in and i'll see you in the next one peace out au revoir